0: Thank you for joining me on another episode of Real Talk. I am your host, Denise Horton. The last time I spoke to you, I discussed how hard it is when you have to grieve the loss of a loved one. I also mentioned to you the five stages of death, which are denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. This was a grief model that was developed in 1969 by a Swiss psychiatrist Elizabeth Kubler-Ross based on her work with terminally ill patients. Kubler-Ross identified through the use of the model that the stages of death are not linear and so you may jump from denial to bargaining, missing any expression of anger or you might not even embark upon any of the stages at all while you are grieving. My goal for the remaining four podcasts is to touch on each stage briefly because one of you might be suffering in silence from being in denial and simply just trying to figure out why you are feeling the way you are. Most times when we're in denial about the death of a loved one, we generally don't want to face the reality of the situation. There are feelings of avoidance, confusion, shock and fear. I think whether the death is expected or unexpected, the feeling of shock comes to the forefront. My uncle who passed last year was 89 years old, and yes, I knew he could certainly die at any time, but so could I, or any of us. I had a friend who was only 52 years old, and within two weeks of his diagnosis, he died quite unexpectedly. My husband and I had visited him the week prior. Fortunately on that visit we were able to pray for him. The next week we received the news of his death and we were both in shock. We both kept saying, but we just saw him and spoke to him last week. Both losses were shocking. My uncle was elderly, and I always visited him when I flew to Jamaica. When my flight landed on the last trip, I got the phone call that he had passed as I was heading in from the airport. My immediate reaction was silence tears and in my head i said no not my uncle i was in denial i had plans to go see him again on this visit i took it for granted that i would see him again but unfortunately i was robbed of that opportunity he was snatched away usually in this stage of grief denial as i was You're actually hoping the news was wrong or it didn't happen. I had a flashback of all the memories of our time together, all the happy times. Now, I said, life is going to be different, as I wasn't going to see my uncle again, to give him the usual hug, to talk to him, to hold his hand laugh with him the feeling was nauseating and the tears would keep flowing in my head there were confusing thoughts such as well Denise you knew he was elderly and declining so you should have expected it and then I would think differently so as to why That's it? No more Uncle Toots? The funeral service was even more compelling as I witnessed the interment of ashes and I saw his nameplate. That was it? My uncle laid to rest in a little vault at his church. I was in shock. I cried. I felt numb. This couldn't be happening. He was God. When our loved ones have passed on, disbelief is real. According to Kubler-Ross, in the denial stage, you're not living in actual reality. Rather, you're living in a preferable reality. Meaning, you would rather them be alive to satisfy you and your emotions. Denial and shock are actually your natural emotional response and coping mechanisms that help you to get through the grief. Denial paces our grief, meaning instead of allowing ourselves to become completely overwhelmed with grief, we deny it. Do not accept it and delay the reality. During this time, even though crying, I prayed a lot because I needed supernatural strength to help me face the reality of the situation. I needed the power of the Holy Spirit. I couldn't rely on my physical strength as I was not emotionally prepared. I was numb. That was my experience. And I know there are others of you who might be experiencing this right now and may not seem to have an outlet. I want to encourage you, as I did myself, that God sees your pain and His Holy Spirit will bring you comfort. It's okay to pray. It's okay to pray and cry. I would encourage you to read the Word of God to get comfort, as it did me. Here are some Bible scriptures that I will share with you that really helped me during this time. Psalms 34 verse 18 The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. 1 Thessalonians 4 verse 13 to 14 But I do not want you to be ignorant, brethren concerning those who have fallen asleep, lest you sorrow as others who have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so, God will bring with him those who sleep in Jesus. Have a blessed day everyone. I hope this podcast today encourages someone and as always, just keep listening.